When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. I'm Dax Holt. Over there is Adam Glenn, fresh back from Las Vegas. He was there for Super Bowl. Well, he was I there say for fresh. all the, the, the <laughs> stuff pre-Super Bowl when all the celebrities head to Vegas or wherever the Super Bowl's going to be held, and uh, party, party, party. You do this every year. I love our chats post-Super Bowl to figure out who you ran into, the people you saw, because it is always a, just a fascinating glimpse into the world of celebrity. So hi, buddy. Good morning. Ah, uh, I wouldn't say fresh, Dax. I was definitely smelly by the end of this trip. Uh, I was running around. <laughs> and you know what it is? It's not, not just running around. It's the as you know, because I know you're going to Vegas this week, going, I have like a cough. So if I cough during this episode, bear with me. It's through walking through all these casinos with the cigars and cigarettes smoking for five, six days. It, it It's tough. It's tough. I mean, yeah. those people who work at the tables, I mean, they have to deal with it all the time. I mean, that's a lot to take in. It's uh, so that my, my cough is from that, but it was a very, very fun, but a very unique Super Bowl. In yeah. that sense, because you just you, you run into everybody, but I, I didn't run into Taylor Swift. I'm not gonna say I ran into Taylor Swift. I, I, so I was there on Tuesday. Hold on, got we gotta read a review before you get too crazy into this. Okay, okay, okay. Let me read a review real fast before we jump right in. All right, so this is a review from a great driving re- companion, five stars. Says, I'm a Tampa mom who loves the podcast while driving my teens around for my job. Love how you talk about and to the people inside and give us the behind the scenes look into what goes on in Hollywood. I take my daughters to California a couple times a year, and your podcast feels like supplementary material to our trips. Keep up the great work. Hell yeah. Tell your daughters hi for us. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate you leaving the review. You know it means the world to us. So appreciate that. Okay. Yes. Great driving companion. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I got that. I got out there Tuesday and I left Sunday morning at 8 a.m. I, I did an all I didn't even get a hotel on Saturday night because Dax, the hotels were so expensive and I was taking an 8 a.m. flight. So, and I was at a club, you know, I was going to be out partying all night that I was like, by the time I get home, what am I, what do I need a room for? What I don't need. I'm not going to spend the money that they're asking for these rooms when I'm never going to use it. Yeah. And I try to get home so I can get home to watch the game. Now, I could have stayed that night for the Super Bowl, but like the actual game, I wasn't going to go to the game. But I think a, a lot of people mostly leave. They don't stay the game. Now, you do see a lot of celebrities for the game, mm-hmm. but those people don't stay and party after the game. Yeah, you see Taylor and the, the, the guys who played on the game partying, but most of the celebrities are like flying Gaga. out in the private Gaga, jets. Who, yeah, so Gaga goes. You see her watching the game, but then – she just pieces right back out the second the game's over. You think? Yeah, yeah. They they have their private jets. There was there was so many private jets, and you, I think you have to pay fifty thousand dollars from what I was told just for the parking spot at the airport at the private jet airport. Jesus. And they were sold out. They had no more spots. So most of the big names, like they fly out right after the game. They don't they don't hang out because um, the game ends sort of like at a good time for them. The game ends at the West Coast. It's uh, around 7 30 8 at night so they're able to like kind of get home and sleep at their home um mm-hmm. so which is nice in fact this is how crazy it is what i was told and i don't know if this is true but i was told that the cbs team like gail king and them 
Yeah. Gail King left at halftime, and her team uh, drove about a couple hours to Utah just to get out of there because you have to book the air. You, you couldn't book an airspace. There's so many planes. It's just basically traffic trying to fly out of the airport at the private jet airport. Since they couldn't book the airtime, what they did is they left at halftime and they drove hours to another airport where they didn't have to book the airtime or they could, and they could just kind of fly out where there'd be no traffic. They didn't do a show there this morning. I thought they would have they just their- stayed and then just done a show this morning from Vegas before flying her back. They could have. And again, I didn't watch the show this morning, but what from what I was hearing is that they were trying to do the show back in New York. Mm. Well, I know that they had um, John Stewart check. on um, the, for the first episode right after the Super Bowl. So that was kind of, I think they, John Stewart's a big get for them now that he's back. And it was like, oh, the big interview. So maybe she had to be in person for that. Yeah, people, I don't, mean, it's, people don't think of all the logistics that goes into seeing people like travel around the world for big events. You know what I'm saying? Like you almost take it for granted that, oh, you see Gail King at the Super Bowl. Then you see her in New York. Like you don't think about the flying back and forth. And I remember this with Ryan Seacrest when he would do Live with Kelly at the beginning. And then he would do um, uh, American Idol. Do you remember when he was doing this like cross-country craziness where he would do his radio show he would do live with kelly then he would get on a plane directly after like live with kelly ended he'd do his radio show and then like boom go to the airport fly back to la do that uh, american idol get on a plane right after fly back overnight do kelly in the morning like it was insane and you just kind of take it for granted oh he's on tv like how do you how does your body function when you travel that much I don't know. It's a good question. But I mean, it's sort of nice when you're able to have people pamper you a little bit. So you're able to kind of get the healthy foods you need for your body, the physical health, also the flying private, the other little stressors on your body, someone else handles it for you. So when you need the car, when you need to go to the airport, those little things that sort of add up to your stress, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, but even okay, even even that being said, you have to still get on a plane I know it's private. Don't get me wrong. I bet it's wonderful that you just jump on a plane. You don't have to wait in security, all that kind of stuff. But you're probably only getting five hours because the flight from L.A. to New York, you're getting five hours. Then you have to wake up. So it's not like a full night's sleep, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. But I, yeah, I I, I spent an all-nighter Saturday night because I partied till about 4.30 in the morning. And I kept my bags at a friend's hotel in the lobby and then i just went to a casino like ate food and i played blackjack lost but i um uh, just do a, after all the money i lost like maybe i should have got a hotel room um, <laughs> but i uh i just wanted to stay up just go to the airport but man i got there tuesday so here's what i did dex i got there on tuesday and tuesday was sort of spent just trying to figure out like the landscape in mm-hmm. vegas here's the thing vegas holding the super bowl was a good but also bad thing. Um, there's just so much walking, dude, which was great because you didn't really, you, I guess you, you just walk everywhere and wherever you need to go to, you have to walk through the casino and it's everything's far. And um, I went by radio row and radio row. I say like random. Wait, can you tell players. me where, where was, where was most of the big events at? Like what hotel? Good question. So the, there wasn't as many events this year, parties wise. There was like dinners and luncheons, like agencies throw yeah. dinners for their their clients at all different casinos. Like they'll rent out a restaurant, and say, "Hey, we're gonna do a luncheon here, we're gonna do a dinner here." When it came to the big parties, a lot of companies didn't do it this year. Like for example, Rolling Stone didn't do their party this year. From what I was told, it was just the expenses were just it's not worth it. Um, it just wasn't worth the expenses of doing it. Like Sports Illustrated had their party, Shaq had his party. Um, Maxim Magazine um, did a party. So they were at the other, they were at like the, I don't know if it's the the north, uh, they were towards the other side of the strip at the Resorts World and, and the Wynn Hotel. The Wynn was happening, man. At night, the Wynn was the place to be. Um, but the other side where of, the, of Vegas, near like the Mandalay Bay, Mandalay Bay is where they had Radio Row. Now, all the celebrities and NFL players went by Radio Row at some point during the week. That was happening really all week from Monday till Friday. And I was hanging outside Radio Row, and I saw occasional people going in. I saw random football people. But the thing is about for me interviewing these football players, 
if you interview one, you interview 50 because they all have something to say. Like I ran into Donovan McNabb probably like 50 times over the week. I wouldn't say 50, but I saw him like 10 times over the weekend. How many times mm-hmm. am I going to try to talk to Donovan McNabb? And you see a lot of the older players. You see something a lot of the newer players. I'll say this. The current guys that play, they're assholes. The older guys are nice. What Where happens the with assholes? the I think it's just they're so used to the attention right now, and it's attention. They're playing. Their their heads are high, and the people around them are such like – I try to talk to Miles Garrett, who play, who's a great NFL player. I try to talk to him. Now, he was nice, but the people around them were assholes, like, like just almost like came at me for trying to shoot him and put him on camera. But he was like nice about it. I was like, if you only handle it how he's handling it, it would be nice. But a lot of the current players, it's sort of sad because, you know, there's – 2% of the NFL players playing are stars. You know, you know the Tom Prays, the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Manning's, but the other guys when they don't wear a helmet, it's a bunch of like people that are autographers trying to get their autograph and sell them or get photos with people, but they can't recognize them. And you see these guys that are 6 foot 7 or 6 foot 5 and 300 pounds, you're like, "Oh, this guy must be a football player." But people don't know who they are. And you see no. some fans walk up, kind of get a photo with, kind of get an autograph, but they don't even know who it is. And it's sad. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Dax. It's a little bit sad at times because you see how some of these football players spend their money. And they have these huge chains. I mean, I was seeing some random guys on the tables playing $300 hands at blackjack. And I'm like, whoa, this is a lot of money. And then you see the older guys who sort of went through it already. And you see how they're spending their money. And they're just sort of like either not looking so great or they're just sit, they're very um, modest with their money. It's mm-hmm. a very different dynamic because, listen, you're making a lot of money now, but that money is not going to be there after you retire. So it's sort of sad in some ways. Um, but outside Radio Row, I ran into, like, Carrot Top. I was excited to see Carrot Top. <laughs> you know? Why? I don't know. I don't know. He's a Vegas icon. He's one of those guys you don't see often. Yeah. Um, nice guy. Took photos with everyone. I didn't see David he Copper, at- where did, see, but Where did you run into Carrot Top? going into Radio Row. So what happened was Radio Row, some people walked in, but majority of the people like The Rock and and the Peyton Manning of the world, they all take like a car downstairs and it was the security is so crazy. You can't even get close. I did see Dr. Oz. Love Dr. Oz. You can say what we want about his political stuff, but as a person, he's the nicest guy, dude. I enjoy him so much. I he's been very helpful for me during my career, very considerate. He always, you know, after I see him, he always calls me and gives me like after just or sends me a text saying, Hey, great seeing you, which goes a lot. So that was sort of like my Wednesdays hanging around Radio Row, you know, and trying to see like what other celebrities walked in. To be honest with you, I didn't see a lot of the bigger celebrities walking. I saw like Jerry Ferrara from Entourage like walking around. I saw some wrestlers or random wrestlers going in. But it was like that was the place to be for me to run into celebrities because I could either wander through the casinos and hope I run into people. At yeah. night was where I saw most of the celebrities. But during so the day where did all the NFL players stay? Because I heard they were staying out at like Lake Las Vegas, which is like 20 minutes off the strip. It is a private uh, housing community, but then they've got two hotels like right on this lake. And so I heard they like shut it all down, blocked it off. And that's where they were staying. Do you know if that was accurate? That is true. The NFL teams like the Chiefs and the 49ers are staying at what was that lake called? Lake Las Vegas. There's a, a, a Hilton and a Hyatt, I believe, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. Um, I actually did a, a bunch of stuff for them. My buddy was one of the heads of like their PR. And so I was doing a bunch of like promo stuff for them a while back, go out and uh, cool. host different things. It was really fun. Beautiful area. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. They were staying there, which is weird because in the past, like I remember Arizona – I would see like last year I saw Travis Kelsey at dinner during the week. Um, mm-hmm. I saw some of the, the the teams playing, like the players playing out shopping. They're able to have like a little bit of free time. This year I didn't hear anything about Chiefs guys or any of the, the 49ers Chiefs kind of running around going to dinners. Um, but during the day – so here's my day. My day was Wednesday. I would hang out at Radio Road just to try to see what I get. Wednesday night was when things started getting going. And I have a friend who – is a host on um, Fox News, this girl Charlie Arnold. I got her into this event to kind of be to speak at this event, and um, it was like a lot, it was a whiskey tasting event. But one of the people there was Tom Sandoval, was there. Okay, and uh, 
So Tom, it was it was upstairs at the Mandalay Bay. It was a private event. They had like all this. The food sucked, but they had uh, they had like honestly, they went cheap on the food. They had like sliders and like cheese. I was like, what? Come on, guys. Uh, but, sounds awesome. I don't see anything negative about this menu so far. Dax, it sounded great, but it was like hard <laughs> to find the food. It wasn't great. I actually went there for the. I'm so poor. I went there like me and Charlie went there for the free food because, dude, anytime you have to eat in Vegas minimum it's like 25 30 bucks like you can't yep. find just a little quick something eat, eat like you so wherever you had an event where they're kind of giving food out you took full advantage of and we went there to like kind of see if they had food charlie kind of did a live interview with this guy from this whiskey brand company but we saw tom sandoval there and i was watching he was with his new girlfriend and tom was um you know he was hanging out for a while i think he got paid to be there it's so weird that he went out there just for this but he definitely had paid to be there and um, he kind of made a few drinks for people of whiskey, some whiskey drinks. Seemed How was the nice interaction out. with the new girl? Very affectionate. Um, they're very into each other. They're, you know, he wasn't like making out with her, but you could tell they're together. You could tell they're dating. Um, he hung out. He took photos with people. He was very nice to people. But I wanted to get an interview with him because that's. You know, that's how I make money. That's what I monetize, you know, and mm-hmm. um, I, it was too hard to do the interview upstairs. I would have asked him upstairs to do the interview, but it was too hard because there was music playing. What happens for my interviews, if there's music playing in the background, YouTube flags it saying, hey, you don't have permission to use the music. I'm like, hey, it's just music playing in the background. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, but they don't care. They just want to get paid. So I waited till Tom. Oh, this is so embarrassing. So I was like, I saw Tom leaving the event. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go kind of go out with him and try to get him in the hallways. Cause then it's like if any, every, you know, I, I could get him. And the casinos let you film anywhere. They don't care. As long as you don't film the people playing, like playing cards, Dang you could kind of, you could sort of, it's like organized chaos. Like you're not supposed to film on the property cause it is private property, but it's, you know, it depends on which security guard you get that day. Well, I see, I get into the elevator cause I see that they're walking out. Tom Sandoval's walking out. And all of a sudden, Tom and the girlfriend get in the elevator with me. I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to get weird. And then they get out. I'm thinking we're taking the the the, the elevator down to the lobby. Instead, yeah. they take it to their floor. They're staying in the hotel. And we're in the hotel. And I just – they get off at the floor. The the They're on the, I don't know, 32nd floor. I get off the floor with them. I'm like, hey, Tom, any chance I get a quick interview with you? And he's, like, confused. He's like, uh, okay. I just, it's a really – Dude, it's a very, it's a very uncomfortable interview because the girlfriend's staying right there, and I'm on his floor, and he's very confused by it all. And it was very it was very awkward for him. It was very awkward for me. But listen to the interview, buddy. Good to see you, my friend. Uh, how's everything with you? Band the Fop obviously right now is going. How are you dealing with that? Obviously, you're watching your life kind of go. Are you, how are you feeling while watching the show right now? Like, I gotta tell you, it's one of the most intense seasons ever that we've ever filmed. Uh, and obviously, with everything that happened, it's 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 going to be a long, hard journey. So, yeah. Do you feel what's wrong with the music? Well, you know, anything wrong with music? Oh, yeah. I mean, this Friday, you have a, you have a show. Ventura. Yeah, Ventura. Uh, Majestic. And then be, Saturday, San Diego. And then February, we, like, keep going. And uh, Omaha, we're in Tempe. That's yeah. cool. We've got a huge tour in April and May coming. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Obviously, I, I, you, you've got, you're in a new relationship. You've been talking about it. How is this one different from your past relationships? Like what, you know, obviously you're in a, you're in a good place right now. So like, how are you feeling going? Uh, we're just taking things slow, man. We're, uh, you know, like, uh, they're all different. I'm you know? married. Uh, and you learn, you learn, you know, and lastly, like, what do you want to do next? Obviously, you know, like, actually, I was, before you get to that, things have calmed down situation mentally. Like, do you feel like you're in a good place right now? Like kind of going forward and how did you get into a good place? Um, yeah, I think I am actually, I think taking a break from like drinking, like learning like the proper ways to deal with stress and uh, and anxiety and sadness and all everything coming at me, like in the proper ways. I had a meditation, not drinking, you know, dealing with things, facing them. Yeah. I love my friend. Yeah. Dude, the, honestly, the music's awesome. So I would you number the best. Thank I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh my God, dude. Fucking yeah. awkward. <laughs> I mean, I got what I needed. I'm trying to ask him about the girlfriend while she's standing there. I didn't want to put her on camera because it was just weird. And everyone was just – everyone was uncomfortable. Like, I literally – I'm not lying. Like, I sort of followed him to – I wasn't necessarily trying to <laughs> – I didn't think he was going to get off of his floor. But I realized I had to shoot now because if I didn't, I was not going to get him. And yeah. I didn't want to get the party because it was too loud and the music playing. And then I just – as soon as I got done, I was like, thank you. And I ran off into the elevator and just left. <laughs> I, like – I bailed. And then oh I left the hotel, God. 
<laughs> I know, so bad. Um, and then I left the hotel, and then I I went down to Margaritaville, where Dave Portnoy from Barstool was doing something. Caught up with Dave Portnoy. I like him. Great guy. He's very good to me. He's nice. I actually saw him the night before walking around, and I said hi to him. and said, hey, Dave, any chance I could get you tomorrow because it was late at night? He's like, yeah. No problem. I'll see you tomorrow. And he was very how, cool. How do people um, got him the next day, got a good interview. Uh, like, how do people treat him? Because I feel like he's become a celebrity in his own right. So how do when you're when you see him and I'm assuming there's fans all around, do people come running up to him? Is everyone asking him for photos? How does it work? He is really good with people. In fact, I so I went by his event and after the event, he stayed. There might have been like 100 people there for him for the event. And mm -hmm. granted, that's 100 people during a week where there's so much going on. So it's not. If, it, if there's nothing going on, he would have sold. They, Barcel did a bunch of events that were sold out and packed. This event they were doing for like three days. He was there. Dave stays till the very end and takes photos. He takes photos of every single person that wants a photo. Wow. Super nice guy. And then when you see him walking around, people go crazy for him. Like I wouldn't say crazy, but I was like, Dave, Dave. Like he's a star. He's a celeb and he's very good about it. And I'll give him a lot of credit. When he rolls around, um, actually, this week he has a security guy um, for like barstool events. But usually when he goes wandering around, he doesn't have a security person with him. Like he likes to be like by himself. He's very normal. He's very like he's just a regular dude, but he is a celebrity and very nice. But I fucked up, man, because Barstool was doing um, Dave Portnoy went gambling with uh, Dana White. Yep. And um, we're, right, we'll get into this, um, actually. I'll, I'll get into this in a second. Well, so my Wednesday night was me just hanging out, kind of roaming around, starting to see what's going on, walk around the casinos. Thursday during the day, went back to Radio Row, got some people. Thursday nights is when it gets start when it gets going. Okay, and um, I'm pissed because that night though, I got a tip that Dana White was actually playing cards with. Uh, was Dana White was playing cards with Dave Portnoy and a few like big streamers like the Nelk Boys or YouTube guys and stuff, and they're playing at this casino, but it was like 30 minutes away, 25 minutes away. And I wanted to go because apparently they're playing like $50,000 blackjack hands and they would have let me film them. Um, just crazy money what these guys are playing. But I didn't want to take a cab because it was expensive to like kind of go out to that casino. I kind of did my own thing. But there was a party Thursday night where it was called like Babes in Toyland and it was an FHM party. Mm -hmm. I was at this party for like 20 minutes, dude. It was interesting. They, this party – I don't want to call these women – <sighs> these women definitely are OnlyFans women. I, I mm -hmm. wouldn't say definitely. There's a lot of OnlyFans girls. Like the, the, the way these outfits that these girls are posting, I would put these videos that I just shot on YouTube, but I feel like they'll get us kicked off YouTube based on the outfits these girls are wearing. And they all these women want to be shot on the red carpet. And it was like a it was like a weird, shitty red carpet. Like it was just it was at the Sahara. It was just a very uh it didn't seem like a real the event. The Sahara is still open, it's still a thing. It's still a thing, but it was, uh, dude. So the funny part about Vegas was when you go towards, there's parties everywhere, but the parties changed as you went down the strip. Like when you started at, uh, Aria and MGM grand, there's parties there. They're like, wow, these are kind of lavish type parties. Mm -hmm. And then as you move down the strip, you'd see the party start to change. Like all of a sudden there's something going on. I, I was walking by circus circus and there's a fight outside and then outside, and then there was a party at you know, obviously Sahara. There's a party out. There's a fight outside the Sahara. I'm like, the parties started to get a little bit more aggressive, and I was like, I don't think I should be here. Like this is yeah. weird. But there was all these like, I didn't see any celebrities. I saw like Chuck Liddell go in. I saw like random people. The girls were, um, they most of them had plastic surgery, which is nothing wrong with that by any means. But it was just like a very weird event. It was like. Honestly, the these these very attractive women are walking on the red carpet trying to get their photos taken, and then it was weird guys like just sitting standing behind the rope just watching them like with their tongue hanging outside of their mouth. It was just I was like I got to get out of here, but then I went to the Fountain Blue just to have a drink. I'm at the Fountain Blue having a drink, and that's when I realized the casino was the place to be. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, you see. I see uh, rap some rappers like walking around hang, uh, gambling at the casino. I see. Uh, I see uh, E from Entourage, Kevin Conley walk around the casino. I see Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski walk around the casino. And that's and where this is all at the Fountain Blue? Fountain Blue. 
Yeah, like guys are just gambling. You could just Dax, it's so insane because you see a celebrity gambling, you could go on the table and gamble with them. As long as you could do the minimum, just go gamble yeah. with them. And uh you want to go bet with Charles Barkley and play roulette? You just go on a table and play ch- bet with Charles Barkley playing roulette. You want to you want there's oh, why, so why was the fountain blue such a hot spot that's what i'm wondering so here's the thing the fountain blue it wasn't really a hot spot the fountain blue was like the new lavish hotel but yeah. a lot of people were staying there but it's so far down the strip that not a lot of people were going by there so it wasn't that crazy a lot of people were staying there they do have nice rooms but think you had to take an uber to where you want it to be so it was strange the next night, dude, is when it starts going. And uh, so that was Thursday night. You know, I told you about the shitty party. Friday during the night, Friday during the day, I start to run around. And I this part, please, Cam, don't clip this one because this part gets really shitty. Okay. <laughs> now, the night before, th- we're talking about Friday, but Thursday night, I ran into a buddy of mine who works in investments and he goes, Hey. I'm staying at the Venetian, the Palazzo Venetian. Do you want to come have a drink with the owner, Apollo? And it was late at night. I was like, what am I going to do? I, I don't need to have a drink with the owner, Apollo. Like, you have fun. Like, what am I – you know, like, yeah, I'd be a nice guy. But what is that going to do for me? It was it was also late. It was like 12, 31 in the morning. I just want to get my sleep in when I can because that's like – you start to sleep later in, every single night because it's going to get crazier and crazier and crazier than it goes. The next day – I hear that Fanatics, this brand, is having a, a party, like a luncheon. But the luncheon, there's going to be huge names there. And I go by the luncheon, okay? And I go by the luncheon to see what's going on. And a few security guys saw me there, and I'm sort of like a red flag if you see me outside of an event. <laughs> and they, I was trying to see who's going into the party and the luncheon. And I saw The Rock. I saw Kevin Hart. I saw Tom Brady. I saw Peyton Manning. I saw Tom Brady. I asked him for a photo, and he's like, "Uh, how about a fist bump?" He gives me a fist bump and keeps walking. You know, you know, it's like he's just like he's not even a real person. He's just like a robot. <laughs> like it's like he's got like this cheesy fake smile on all the time. I don't know. It was interesting, but I saw these celebrities going in, and then Gail King comes up and she pulls up to the party and she's like, "Adam, what's up?" I'm like, "Hey, Gail, I didn't shoot her," and I start talking to Gail a little bit. That's when security comes up to me and security comes out to me and goes, excuse me, sir, you need to leave. And I go, what? Mm. Yeah. You need to walk away, walk off the property. And I said, what? Like, yeah, you can't be here. You're off the property. And that's when the cops get involved and the cops try to kick me off the property. They're like, you need to go. And I'm like, these guys will arrest me two seconds. Like they don't care. And I go, I'm here. What, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm not doing anything. You need to, you're not allowed to be here. You need to get off the property. Cause I essentially it's not public property and they can kick me off. I mm-hmm. said, I'm here with Apollo, the owner. And that's when they're like, what? And I said, yeah, I'm here with Apollo. And they're like, what do you mean you're with Apollo? And I said, yeah, Apollo said I could be here. And that's when the eyes, the eyes of the security guys was like, what? This is like the head of security at this hotel. It's like the Apollo. He tried all of a sudden I text my buddy. I'm like, dude, please hit up Apollo and tell him I could be on the property. Please. They're trying to kick me on the property. Please tell Apollo. He's like, Hey, I'll try to get a hold of him. He doesn't text me back, but I can see the guy's like, how does this guy know who the owner of the hotel is? Yeah. And then the guy is panicking. He's like, all right, you know what? Just stand over there. Can you just stand over there, please? He starts to change his tone. He's like, can you just (laughs) just stand over there for a second? Because he wants to, like, figure out what's going on. And he himself is trying to get in touch with, like, the offices of the hotel. I'm trying to text my buddy to get in touch with the owner of the casino. He's like, dude, I can't get in touch with him. He's not picking up his phone. He's The security guy's trying to figure out. Then they call down a publicist, like the head publicist of the hotel. She comes down. She's like, what's going on? I go, I'm a journalist. I'm always shooting people I know. I like, you know, I, I'm shooting. Uh, all of a sudden, like, I was like, watch this. And by coincidence, Dana White walks out. And the girl's like confused. Like, what's going on? Dana White's like, I before I start shooting Dana White, I start talking to Dana White. And um, Dana White's, <laughs> I know I'm rambling a little bit, but I'm guys, I'm exhausted. I start shooting Dana White, but I, I talk to him before I shoot him. And the publicist is confused. The cops and security are so confused. Like, how does Dana White know this guy on the street with a camera? <laughs> Dana White talks to him for five minutes, and they're so confused. And the publicist is like, okay, can you just – I trust you that you're not going to be an asshole. I trust you that you're going to be sane. You know, just don't 
get us in trouble. It's like, I got yeah. you. Don't worry. I'll send you all the clips in advance. <laughs> so they don't kick me off. It's so it's funny. Like some other security guys came up and tried to kick me off the property. And then the lead security guy's like, no, leave them alone. Leave them alone. Because they're like, they don't know if I'm with Apollo, the owner of the CEO. <laughs> Everyone is so confused, dude, that I bullshitted my way to not get kicked <laughs> off the property. Um, the funny part is, dude, as I talked to Dana White, Dana White was like, man, it was so great. Everyone's winning money. And I was like, what are you talking about? Everyone's winning money. Like, like as he get, cause I told you the night before Dana White was gambling with these Barstool guys. So I called my tipster of what happened that night with Dana White. He's telling me that Dana White started telling people like, Hey, here's $5,000. I'll make you, I'm, I'm going to make you $5,000 and started gambling for people and giving out everyone $5,000. And because I know Dana, I mean, we're not friends, but when we see each other, we're cool. I think I was like, Dana, can I, can I, can you bet for me? And I would have just, and he, he would have gave me $5,000. Wow. It would changed my life. You know what I'm saying? $5,000 <laughs> is a lot of, it's, for anybody, it's a lot of me, but that would have been big for me. So I was so pissed. But anyway, so they didn't kick me off the property. I saw, I mean, so I interviewed, uh, who else? I interviewed Peyton Manning. Oh, dude, Peyton Manning, a gem, the nicest guy. I love yeah. Peyton Manning. Just a super cool dude. Sees me. I'm like, what's up, Peyton? Comes over, gives me this great interview. Let's play the interview. Yes, what's up, bud? What's up? How you doing? Good to see you. How's everything, all right? Work. Ah, just working. What's the key to acting in these Super Bowl commercials? You've been a pro at it. <laughs> Did you take acting lessons? Or no, absolutely not. By no means, uh, don't put me and the word actor in the same category, because that is disrespectful to real actors. But I have fun doing them. Uh, that was a fun shoot. We had a lot of fun. Post Malone, Dana White. So anytime I think you can have fun actually doing it, it comes across as if you're having fun. Maybe that makes for a better spot. But, uh, who have you gotten starstruck meeting? Let's see, who did I meet in here? Uh, the Rock was in here. I mean, it's pretty cool. I saw The Rock uh, one time three years ago, briefly though, but got to talk to him for 10 minutes. Obviously, he loves football. So, look, I'm a sports fan. I've, I'm a movie fan, uh, just like anybody else. Yeah, uh, what, actually, what movie? Uh, Oscars are coming up. What is the best football movie, in your opinion? It's a great question. It's a strong debate, right? I mean, I think we all know that you know Hoosiers is the best basketball movie. The Naturalist sure. is the best baseball movie. Football, it's a fair question. Is it The Longest Yard? Is it Remember the Titans? I know probably what it's not. Yeah. There's some movies that it's definitely not. Um, is it The Best of Times with Kurt Russell and Robin Williams? Also kind of a... a a classic, North Dallas 40. Um, I'll go with the longest yard. I love it, man. Good to see you, Good to see you, Ralph. Good to see you, Blake. Thank you, Blake. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So, yeah, Peyton Manning, great guy. The Rock somehow snuck out of the party. The Rock. Oh, like, that's brutal. Dude, it's so weird because I really wanted him, but The Rock, like, snuck out of the party. I'm like, why, man? Just be a normal. Everyone else is walking in and out. But there was, like, billionaires at the Because party. he's literally, like, one of the most famous people on the entire planet. Like, he's ranked up there with... Like uh, Messi and Ronaldo as like the most famous people on the planet. The Rock is. Yeah, I mean, so The Rock, like I saw him walk in, but on the way out, he uh, sort of snuck out. But I saw as I'm waiting there, I'm seeing like random people walking through the casino. Like I'm walking through the casino, I see Wayne Gretzky walk right by me, and nobody recognizes Wayne Gretzky. And, I, and in fact, I get it. Not not everyone's a hockey person, but there's Wayne Gretzky. But then you know who I also saw walking through the casino as I'm waiting there for this party. I see uh, the guy who created Twitter, Jack Dorsey. Okay, that's like I don't thing. think people would recognize him either, though. I think is that a unique person though, Jack Dorsey? To me, he's like a very unique guy. Are you like, oh my god, that's Jack Dorsey? Is that cool to you? Wait, is he the Twitter guy? I thought he was the the other guy. Um, not TikTok, Snapchat. Isn't that him? No, no that's, that's Evan. 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 That's Evan. Evan Spiel- Spielman. Yeah, that guy's matching Miranda Kerr now. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So Jack Dorsey is the Twitter guy. Yeah. Would you, if you saw, would it be cool for you? Do you look at Jack Dorsey like you're looking at like Mark Zuckerberg because they're such kind of pioneers? Mm. 
You don't even I care. Don't, like, oh, I don't look Jack at Dorsey. him either way. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was cool to see Jack Dorsey. Nice guy. Also, you know who I saw walking through the casino? I saw. Uh, I'd be Glenn more Powell. excited. I'd be more excited to see Tom from MySpace just because you never see him. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I get it. Um, you saw, I also, saw Glenn. Yeah, I saw Glenn Powell just walking through the casino with a buddy. Cool. So I put myself in a position where he walked by me. And so I was like, yo, Glenn. He's like, yo, no, no, no. I'm so he's like basically he was like, I'm exhausted. I'm hungover. He's like, can we not? Does he know this? you from New York? He doesn't know me, but I oh. will say he didn't want to be shot, which I understand. I'm but you know, he very nice guy. We spoke after shortly, mm-hmm. not long at all, maybe a minute or two. Um, but really nice guy. And even though he didn't want to be shot, I was like, he was cool. He talked to me. He's like, dude, thank you for not filming. He's like, we just, I'm, been, I'm just not into that. And I was like, no, I get it. I get it. You, but super nice guy. Um, not a tall guy either. He's like my height, which is like five eleven. but very nice guy. Very cool. And then it, this is when it starts getting going. And um, so I got some good interviews there. I got Peyton Manning. I got, actually, I, I did put Jack Dorsey, the head of Twitter. I just talked to him on camera, Dana White. Friday night now starts Shaq par- Shaq's party, and that's at Excess at the Wind. The first of all, the the clubs there are indoor outdoor, and the weather wasn't great. You know, like it was cold. It rained a little bit at night, so here you are, like partying in the in the. And it, it was cold. It was rain, but Shaq's party was really cool. They made it into a um, it's Shaq's funhouse, and it really is a funhouse. There's like carnival games you could play. They're giving out like cotton candy and and food. It's, it's fun. Guy Fieri came down. I love Guy. It became like. Very cool guy. Um, guy, like I text with him. Uh, great guy. Just a very cool dude. Um, love him. Nice guy. And um, talk to a few celebrities. Now here's where it gets like kind of interesting and wild. The the club itself was part of Shaq DJ'd, and then they're supposed does to. He, have, how long does he DJ for? The so whole time had, or like? No, no, no. Hour? They had every hour. They had a different person, pretty much. So DJ Irie did an hour. Miles O'Neill, Shaq's son, who's a big DJ, DJ in an hour. Then Shaq did an hour, and then they were supposed to have like Diplo DJ and then Lil Wayne perform, and they all were running late. So after Shaq DJ, I went with him to his suite. He had like the suite like above the party where he like kind of hung out with people. Yeah. So we kind of like went to his suite and hung out. But I was like, by that time it was like two in the morning, two thirty in the morning. And I was tired and I was freezing because it was raining. It was cold. I was like, I told them, I was like, guys, I'll talk to you later. I'm going in the casino, bro. Going in the casino after that was the party, Dex. It was insane. It was insane what was going on in the casino because everyone was coming back to just like hang and coming everyone because there's so many celebrities in Vegas, but. After they're done, they all kind of went back to their hotel, just wanted like a casual. Somehow everyone ended up at the wind. Like I'm walking through the hotel. I see Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox just walking down with the bodyguard. Like in New York, it's paparazzi chaos. Here it's just the two of them with their bodyguard just walking down and just walking around. I'm like, and they look like vampires, right? You know, like, <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God. They look like they're being like the Lost Boys. Um, I'm like, oh my God, there's MGK and, and, and Megan Fox. And then all of a sudden there's, man, I saw so many people, Dax. It's insane. You know, you're seeing celebrities just gamble. At the bar, people are drinking. Like, people are just walking around. I saw, dude, you know who I saw? And this was sort of weird. It's weird to see, like, people used to idolize. Mm -hmm. Wasted. Wasted. Um, Like, for example, this is not – I guess he is a celebrity because he did a crossover. I saw Adrian Peterson, the NFL player, who was an yeah. iconic football player. But remember, he was also on Dancing with the Stars, and he also got arrested. I saw him wasted outside the, the hotel where – it's funny. I saw this guy come up, and an older woman with blonde hair. I saw this guy come up and, like, pinch the girl's butt. I was like, what the – I followed the guy. I was like, what is going – this guy is going to do something. And then when I got up close, I was like, whoa, that's Adrian Peterson. And then I saw him outside the, the hotel and, like – waiting for a car luckily he had a car and he was he was feeling good i don't know what was going on with him but he was and it wasn't that late when i saw him but he was gone so you're in the casino and you see so many like nfl players to celebrities and you're probably like adam just give us the names i I can't even imagine it was like random names like some of the guys from workaholics uh blake from workaholics walking around to uh jeff ross walking around like hanging out and everyone's like 
in New York City or in LA, it would be attacked. But in Vegas, like everyone's got so many things going on. Like people are gambling, people are drinking. They're just it was cool to have a place where everyone could congregate. It was very easy kind of to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And that was that's where I felt like the best party was. Saturday, I got access to shoot the Michael Rubin Fanatics party, which is like oh. the most high-end party. Yeah. That's the party that everyone talks about. It's the hardest party to get into. Pretty much well, nobody re- can remember like the, the last Michael Rubin party was that huge one. What was it in the Hamptons that everyone oh, was talking about? Yeah, the, the, for the, the white, white party or whatever. Like every single person went to that party. So of course, Michael Rubin's like the guy who likes to hang out with celebrities. Yeah. So at this party, I got on the red carpet on the part on the carpet. You know, you see Jelly Roll. Night Jelly Roll, nice guy. Nice mm-hmm. guy, such a regular guy, genuine. It's not like it's some guy who loves the fame. He's just a nice guy. You can tell like he's just like a good person. Uh, then you see people like Gail King. You had tons of athletes come down. You see Sierra, Russell Wilson. You're seeing uh, uh, Emmanuel. What's his name? Ari Emanuel, the head of uh, Endeavor, who you know he was a big guy in Hollywood. Uh, you're seeing the Jack Dorsey again. You're seeing Kevin Hart. You're seeing. So you just seen a lot of the same people cross over to all these different parties. Yeah, you see a lot. You see a lot of people going in and out of the same parties, but it was weird. Some people, which as we're inside on the red carpet, we're hearing that oh, you know who just went in was uh, Kim Kardashian and Bieber, but they didn't walk the red carpet. They walked in through like their own entrance. They went through like very private. Like they didn't want to be seen going into the party. Uh, I saw Mm. Kid Leroy going to the party, which by the way, Kid Leroy. Can you name two Kid Leroy songs, Dax? Uh, I can name no. I know that big one. I just don't remember the name of it right now. But I know he's got yeah. that big one that comes on all the time. This guy thinks he's a star. Which, granted, some people are coming at me. He is a star. I mean, he is. I mean, he's got he has some big hits. How many big hits? Listen, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Listen, he is a he is a big star, but he's one of those guys where like the way they treat him, it's like guys, let's chill, let's relax. It's uh, like it's not stay. That that's the name of his song. Stay. stay with Post Malone. Yeah, yeah, that song would be a big hit if Post Malone was on the song. And doesn't he? He has one with Bieber too, right? Well, Bieber's the one who kind of kind of put him on the map a little bit, but the way they treat him, he was like the one guy who was like really like be a little bit more fun on the red carpet or just like don't take yourself too serious. Uh, but as he's walking the red carpet, who skipped the red carpet was that girl, Tate McRae, who he's now reportedly dating. I guess they mm-hmm. don't want to be seen together on the red carpet. I'm like, guys, just come on. Stop stop being corny. Just just either walk <laughs> separately or just <laughs> ignore the question. Like, just be normal because you have other people that are just, like, great. But on the red carpet, talk to a few people. Like, the chain smokers are really nice. You know who's really nice? Who? The pe- this person spent the longest on the red carpet and spoke to everyone. Now, I interviewed her. But it's not the best interview because I honestly felt uncomfortable because I know nothing about her. But she is like the it person is Alex Earl. Who's that? See, it's crazy. You don't know. Dax, now you're showing your age because everyone's talking about Alex Earl right now. And she's a big social media star. But people love Alex. Who is she? Uh, She's a big social media star that she has a big podcast. She's now dates Braxton Berrios. Um, Very attractive girl. But she's like – the hottest influencer, but you could probably say she's not a big star, but she was very nice and she's a good interview for everyone, but she was the nicest person. She's, she literally host, stayed for host of hot mess. Yeah. Big podcast. She got three, 3.4 million followers. I mean, clearly she's big. I have no idea who this girl is. Yeah. She was very nice on the red carpet. She, she took her time. Um, who else? Like ice spice kind of like walked through the red carpet. She didn't stop and do interviews, which I, I'm not mad at her for that. She, at least she stopped and like took photos uh, Tom Brady took photos, but he's a robot, not a real, you know. Uh, I saw Nick Cliche and Vanessa Lachey, but they got to the party so late. They must have done something else beforehand. Um, who else was there? Shaq was there. Shaq's always my guy. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's so many people. Keegan-Michael Key was there. Tiffany Haddish was there. Tiffany was super nice, gave me a hug. Uh, got to talk to Peyton Man on the carpet again. He's great. Keegan-Michael Key, like I said, was a great guy. So I did that event. And then afterwards, I had to go back to the hotel. And I went to back to my friend's hotel because at this point, I didn't have a hotel room. And I'm hanging around the casinos a little bit because uh, I'm just like charging my stuff and hanging around the casinos. You know who the star of Super Bowl weekend was, Dex? Taylor Swift. 
Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> um, she was the star of the Super Bowl game. She was the star of the Super Bowl game in the after party. But the star uh, of the weekend, everything going on. Who do you think of all the names you've kind of seen in the news of Super Bowl week? Who do you think was the biggest star that people were the most excited to see from celebrities to regular people? Oh, shit. Um, I have no idea. Reba? I don't know. Nope. This no, I, I'm going to tell you because you're not going to get it. You're, okay. you're not going to get it. And if you know who this person is, I'll be more impressed. The people, the person that who was the the most exci- excited person, this person was the person that everyone from celebrity to regular person was the most excited to see was comedian Shane Gillis. Seriously, you know, that yeah, yeah, the guy for, that was just on SNL. Dax, people loved him because he was so nice and so cool. People who came up took photos with everyone, but not only took photos, like took his time and talked to people, but he was just having fun and he was so funny too. Like I went up and spoke to him. I tried to shoot him actually to talk about SNL and everything. Mm-hmm. And he thought I was TMZ and he hates TMZ. Like after what they're doing to me, you know, screw TMZ. But I was like, no, no, I'm not TMZ. I do my own thing. And But we spoke after for a long time and he was great. Funny, fun. But, like, everyone was so excited to connect with him. He even got to go on stage. I look back. He was on stage performing with Zach Bryan. He actually did this private, like, stand-up show for football players. Like, everyone loved him because he would just stand there and drink Bud Lights. It was just, like, funny. Funny and fun. And it's weird. Of all people, that's – he's been doing a lot lately, but they people enjoy him. He's that's He fun. was a star of the weekend. Where, and where did they end up – did they end up having some kind of after party for the football players after the game? So, again, I left before the game, and yeah. uh, we'll, we'll get to that. I left before the game, but the next night, like, so that night I went back to XS, which is a club, and in the club, again, it was kind of like a rainy, cold night, but the chain smokers were performing. It was the Sports Illustrated Party. Um, Mahomes' wife was there. I saw Mahomes' wife. She well, because Brittany's one of the Sports Illustrated yeah. models this year. She, she briefly walked the carpet, but she wasn't doing interviews. But I don't have like a – I had like a regular credential to get in. But, mm-hmm. Dex, if you only realize, holding a camera is the best credential. And I was – I feel like it could go either way. Sometimes they're going to be like, come in. Other times they're going to be like, get the fuck away. You're right. It it could go either way. But for this one, I just acted like I'm shooting the event. So they're like they, – every time I walked by, which I didn't have the, the access to go into like the VIP, VIP area – They'd open yeah. up the rope for me and let me go. I'm like, oh, thank you, man. I just got to shoot this thing real quick. Thank you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I'm in a section I'm not supposed to be. And all yeah. of a sudden, like, I'm sitting there hanging out, and I'm actually hanging out with Shaq's son, Miles. And who has this huge entourage that walks in is Bieber. Justin Bieber came in. I'm like, oh, my God. I see Bieber at a club. This is pretty cool. But Bieber was at the club for about seven minutes. He walks into the club, says, like, maybe hi to two people, and then he walks to the bathroom. And then he walks back into the club for three minutes, and then he leaves. I'm like, "What was that about?" Did he what not? Did he about? say hi to Shaq? He didn't. Say, I don't know if he said hi to Shaq, but I don't know who he said hi to because there were so many people. But he was at the table next to me. But it was cool to see Bieber. Like Bieber is like, he's an enigma. He's like, what? Yeah. It's Justin Bieber. Um, but he walked into the club with Kim Kardashian too, which Kim I didn't even recognize. She was wearing like this hat, like a cowboy hat. Like I didn't even recognize Kim. Um, Are Kim she and I, Kim and um, what's his wife's name again? Uh, oh, Haley. Haley. Are Kim and Haley friends? Because I know, obviously, Kendall and Haley are friends. Yeah. So actually, Kendall was there too, and like they kind of there were so many. <laughs> their entourage was so big that I I when I, I was so my eyes were so locked on Bieber, I didn't realize that Kendall Jenner walked in as well. And then I saw, uh, they, but they're only there for like seven minutes. It was but that so makes, bizarre. That makes the connection make more sense because I was like, why are, Bri- uh, God, I can't talk right now. Why are Kim and Bieber hanging out? Like that almost didn't make sense. But if Kendall was there, it all makes sense. Yeah, they were there. I, they couldn't have been at the party for more than 10 minutes. It was very strange. Why do you even go in, just show face for two seconds? Because they didn't walk the red carpet. They went into like a private entrance and exit where you couldn't even get go up to them. Did, I, I mean, Haley I do, I, did Haley do Sports Illustrated this time? Is is that? I don't know. I don't know. But again, they didn't walk the red carpet. They just kind of went into the party for a few minutes and that was it. I, maybe they were there at dinner at the hotel and just want to check it out for a second. Again, it wasn't the best. I don't want to say it was not the best atmosphere. It was just cold and wet. 
So they're like, ah, I don't want to be around this. It's just loud, and they don't want to do this. But then all of a sudden, I, like, as I'm walking around the hotel, like I'm, as I leave the party, I'm just walking around the casino. Who do I see? I see Miles Teller. Dude, great guy. Love mm-hmm. Miles Teller. What I, I, I just talked to him, and nice guy. Very nice, very cool, very down to earth. No one recognized him as you just stand there talking. You would say Miles Teller is an A-list star, right? hundred percent. He was just him and a buddy, no security, nothing. Just regular guy stuff. I like him. Cool dude. And you don't, you just don't see that. It's cool to see them without their PR team. For me, it's cool to see these people without their PR team, just being real people, hanging out in a casino, just like having fun. Like Kaigo DJed. Then soon he gets DJ, he goes to the roulette table and is playing roulette. I was like, this is kind of cool. Like, you know, like just see them in like their their natural, natural habitat. habitat. <laughs> I'm telling you, Dex, every single where you look, you see Scott Van Pelt from ESPN, one of the big hosts there. Then you see uh uh like Michael Rubin again, who just had a big party day walking through the hotel. Then you see Dre London, who manages one of the biggest managers, manages uh he manages post Malone, just hanging out, just stand, like without their people, without it being gross, without the publicist making it gross, you know, without security, because they didn't really I don't think they needed security. In fact, the people who had security in Vegas were people who wanted to get recognized. Yeah. Um, like Machine Gun Kelly had a body, like a security guy with him, but he just had one guy. It wasn't like a huge amount of people. In fact, actually, it's funny. Looking back, here's the funny part is there was so much security for these celebrities to get into the Fanatics party. It was insane. On the way out, there was no celebrity for these people. So Tom Brady comes out to this random elevator in a hotel lobby with hundreds of fans like Tom, Tom, like zombies trying to attack these people. And the videos are crazy of these people coming after these people. Like Russell Wilson, Sierra. Like, I mean, I have a video on my phone. I'll, I'll send you that. The video, the celebrities are just going to get attacked coming out of this, this party. And it's just funny. Like, why do you have so much security for them going in? But on the way out, you guys are like, all right, freedom to the wolves. It was um, <laughs> it, it especially was just, once uh, people find out that that party is going on, they're going to sit there and wait for the slubs to come out. Yeah, for sure. Um, but man, dude, so that I again, I I pulled an all nighter, didn't go out that uh, pulled an all nighter, left Sunday morning so I could be home for the game. The next night, obviously, you know. The Chiefs win. They all went to Resorts World. They were at a club there, and they party. Taylor Swift was there. Uh, Chainsmokers were DJing. I don't know anybody who went to that party yet because from all I know, like the higher-end celebrities besides like the Taylors of the world who are really invested in the game, they all got on their private planes and just jetted home. Yeah. Have fun. What a crazy weekend, dude. You're, you're insane. It is, I'm telling you, I don't know if every- – Super Bowl weekend. If you're if you really want to go see celebrities and like have a fun weekend, I wouldn't say go to L.A. for the Oscars. I wouldn't say go to L.A. for the Grammys. I think Super Bowl weekend is the one where it's the most unique one. Now you might see a little bit more sports driven people, but again, you can see Paul Rudd walking around. You'll see just everyone. It's crazy. Uh, actually, I'm looking at I'm looking at photos right now that I saw people walking red carpet who I didn't even realize were on like the carpets I saw. Cause it's just, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming with everything. Going I'm looking on. through all the photos of them just partying at the club afterwards. It's kind of fun. I wonder, I wonder if Taylor likes this because at that, you know, there's always so much attention on her, but last night or after they won the Super Bowl, like it's all on her boyfriend. That's kind of got to be kind of fun. You know, like he's so successful in his own right. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I, you know, I talked over the weekend too. I talked to the Demilios. Um, had, you know who I also had a great conversation with? It was fun because I see him in New York City. I've seen him a few times in New York City, and this is before he really blew up. And I, I was the one trying to put a camera on before he really blew up. But I got to like talk to him besides interview him with mm-hmm. Sebastian Maniscalco. You know the comedian oh, Sebastian Maniscalco. So funny. He's so so funny. funny. But this is like I got to interview him and uh, have like a good conversation after. Let's play my Sebastian interview. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good to see you. Buddy. Listen, you've been on tour. You're going all over. You're doing the garden. Selling out the garden. How you go right into it, bro? You're such Told a professional. I'm a pro, buddy. You sold out how many? Like five shows already at the garden? We got five. We sold four, so we got the fifth on sale now. That's insane. Do you? How do you like doing like the circle type of thing? Because you know you started in clubs like on stage and you have one view, but now you're doing these circle things. You have to do it. But how do you change it up or do you? Um, 
It's not a circle anymore. What do you think? Triangle. Triangle, yeah. I can't believe this shit. Okay. It's a triangle. I thought it was top secret. It's on, it's on Ticketmaster. Oh. We, we actually fit some more seats. The triangle actually allows more seats, so thank you for doing it. No, no problem. Uh, before the end of the, 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 the tour, we're going we're gonna to do all the shapes. Square, rectangle, circle, uh, hexagon. I don't even remember shapes. How long does it take you to get ready for when you go on tour? Because you go to the store and pop in and try to get ready. Yeah, man, it's always like a work in progress for me, so I'm constantly working on it. Do you try the new material on like the big stages? I'm trying new material tonight. No. Oh, yeah. Are you? Oh, come on. I'm just at this event. There's so much material. So, yeah, I'll work out some new stuff tonight. and. When's not, la- not the whole show. When's the last time you bombed? You know, it's because everyone knows you now, so it's a little bit harder. I bombed recently. I died recently at the Pasadena Ice House last week. Did death, you really? Yeah, it was death. Did the crowd not know you, or it's just like you're just trying just, to come out? It was like performing at a, at a wake. The crowd was dead, but I, the first, I'd say, eight, nine minutes was tough. What are your thoughts on, like, obviously now social media, everyone posts these heckler videos. You've been doing it for so long, and it's, like, crazy to see, like, this new improv form has, like, become crazy. Are you, like, do you do a lot, of, do you entertain the crowd, or are you straight to material? Uh, I do a little crowd work, not a lot, but just a, just a little bit, just to wet their beak a little bit, but it's not the act. Lastly, what's your biggest ick? Just in life? Yeah. It's just people that uh, are barefoot on an airplane. I agree with that. I can see you. <laughs> so if I had my choice, would it be BravoCon or Super Bowl weekend? It'd be Super Bowl weekend any time. <laughs> It'd be any day. BravoCon to me, it's... it's. So are you... Are you was that a slight dig because I did BravoCon and you got to do Super Bowl? No, it's my dig at... Yes, it is a dig at you. I, <laughs> I want you to... I wonder if you would like it as much and go as crazy as I did or enjoy it as much. I mean, I would, I would, I would love to be able to walk through and see all those celebs in one place. That's fun for me. I, I love spotting you spot way better than I do. Like oh, man, you've I'm got the spotting ability that you have is uncanny. And I thought that I'm a good spotter and I can pick out celebs left and right, but you even get the influencers where I am, uh, I have a hard time spotting all the influencers. Yeah. I'm a hawk on there, dude. It's, I was, I wasn't proud of myself. Um, it was, you know, it's hard to recognize some, a lot majority of these football players because yeah. again, without their helmets, but it, it is, um, I'm looking at the red carpets now, like Rachel Lindsay walked the red carpet, but I don't think anybody even interviewed her. Cause I don't think anybody really, you know, recognized, like knew her. Um, mm-hmm. I, I saw, you know, who I hung out with, uh, Jason Tardick from the bachelor hung out with him, yeah. spoke with him for a while. Good guy. Man, I'm looking at like these photos now. I'm still like decompressing. I'm still off the high, trying to like understand what happened. Uh, Coy Leroy, <laughs> Coy Leray is her name. I saw that. I didn't even know that was, but I saw her on the red carpet. She wore this top, or her boobs are practically showing. Um, yeah, crazy. I suggest well, anybody like- if, you're, if you're somewhat of a Super Bowl fan or football fan, you need to do it. Well, it doesn't even sound like you need to be a football fan. If you just want to go spot a lot of celebrities, it's, yeah, and it's worth it to just to be in the city that the, the yeah. Super Bowl is at, and then you're going to be able to spot a lot of people. Vegas, however, is a little more condensed. It makes it a little easier. It's not like if the Super Bowl was in New York, it wouldn't be as easy to see all the people, right? Like same when the Super Bowl was here in L.A., you're not going to see as many people. It's just yeah. Vegas is another world. It really is. Vegas, I, I'm curious. Next year is in St. Louis. I'm wondering how St. Louis is compared to this. I don't think it could compare because with this, there's also concerts going out at night. So people would go to a concert, then go to a club. You go see Adele, or you go see U2, and then go out at night. And then there's a casino element that gave a place where people to go and hang out and hang after. Whereas, you know, New Orleans, you go to a bar, you go to a party, then you just go right back to your hotel room. This gave it to like another, if you go back to your hotel room, You'll probably stop in a casino and gamble a little bit or hang out a little bit for an extra drink. What do you think of Usher's performance? You want to know the truth? Yeah. Not great. So you? it wasn't it's my not, favorite. Is, it's it's it, not my favorite halftime show. Him by himself, fucking unbelievable performer. He's got an amazing voice. All of it. I like those songs take me right back to like high school. I just felt like it slowed down so much of like 
the Super Bowl excitement. That's why, like, last year, loved Rihanna just because her music is just like gets you going. So, like, you're in the middle of halftime and you, you, you like, it hypes up the party and you, you just are into it. I felt like it was already kind of slow. And then they brought Alicia Keys out and I felt like it slowed down more. When Little John came out, I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, when they started, when shots started going and then Yeah was on, that's when I was like, okay, I just, that's the level of hangout time I wanted. Like the whole party was jumping up and down. So like if he would have done, he just doesn't have the catalog to do that. He is an R&B, you know, it's slower song. For me, I like fast paced, crazy jumping around kind of music personally for a Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, no, I agree. I was, um, I still think Usher is amazing like that, sh- the residency in Vegas from the videos I saw, it must have been great to see the 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 residency in Vegas. Yeah. Um, for some reason, it just felt a little flat. It wasn't. And they didn't do him a they didn't do him a service by making his audio like totally funky donkey for the first bit. Anyway, it was like, what's yeah, happening? I don't think Why the, does it the, sound the, bad? It like, great. Yeah, it sounded really. Yeah, I don't. Off. I think. I think it sounded off. The audio sounded off. Um. I didn't think the performance was that great, to be honest with you. And he is a don't worry, he's a great performer. I liked, his, I liked his dancing. I actually thought the like roller skating thing was kind of fun, just because it was different. And the floor, like having all the graphics that it had with him roller skating, looked really cool. Um, but yeah, I I just wanted Little John and Luda to stay out there the whole time with him. <laughs> yeah, they could have sang fifteen minutes of yeah, and I would have been into it. Yeah, Little John. Really enough, of all the names that came up, you know, you had Alicia Keys and Jermaine Dupree. I think Little John was like the highlight of it. Surprisingly, it just really got the, the energy up that you really wanted. Yeah. And um, Jermaine Dupree, what was he wearing, by the way? Yeah, that was a little odd. He looked a little strange. <laughs> um, um, uh, but and it's funny. funny I, I was laughing about like we were all talking, obviously, how many times they were going to show Taylor Swift during the Super Bowl. With the amount of celebs that were there, because you you saw they went through it one time and showed like Jay-Z and Beyonce, Lady Gaga. Like they were showing all the other celebs and Justin Timber or Justin Bieber and Haley. How did they only show Taylor like 900 times and the other people like once? Yeah. No, you're right. Um it was it was just this it's not a knock on I love Usher. I think Usher's great. It just was a very flat performance. I didn't think his dancing was great. The the you know remember like there was some stuff that happened with the Rihanna performance last year. I remember it was just like pretty. It was visual to watch. Where this wasn't. I don't know. I, and I'm curious what other people think too. If everyone's like was blown away by this, or if they just I, like oh his performance. It wasn't bad. I mean, I've had like, very mixed reactions. Like I came into work, and some people are like. That was the worst halftime show ever. Other people were like, no, this was great. I loved it. It was the first time I got into the halftime show. And I'm like, all right. Like, everyone was kind of all over the place with this one. Um, I will say, I I really love Taylor and, and Travis. <laughs> I, I really, mean, I don't know. I don't know why I love it so much. Like, they, for some reason, I totally get into this relationship. And I have no idea why, dude. I don't get it. But, like, watching them... After like I literally sat around waiting for like that moment where they get to see each other after he got done with the Lombardi trophy and comes off the stage. I'm like anxiously like watching my TV, like, let me see their interaction and this them start kissing. I don't know why I like this relationship so much. I don't get it. Yeah, I it works out right now. It's a good fairy tale ending. It's like a feel-good um, relationship. Like I I like her. I, I'm excited for him. I'm like, I don't know why, but the whole time that they're together, I, I'm stoked for him. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't care. I'm not a Swifty. <laughs> I don't hate her. I don't hate her by any means. I just don't really care. I, I'm also, I'm honestly glad that we just don't have to hear about it every week now. Maybe I hopefully it starts to slow down because it's a little too much right, man, for me right now. And um, we well, don't now, have to see it every she's, Sunday. She's still on tour. So now he's going to have free time. He's going to be able to travel the world with her. her. So I don't think it's going to stop down and we're going to stop hearing about them. I think it's going to continue. I like it. I, I am not opposed to hearing more and seeing more. I don't know why I like them so much. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, it's definitely. I'm just glad there's conclusion to the season, and it's gonna hopefully slow down for me. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed my Super Bowl recap. If you didn't, that's fine too. I'm just kind of venting. Um, I just, I'm really just trying to get back to like reality because I slept probably four hours a night. Next year, the Super Bowl is in New Orleans. Um, that one's gonna be unique. That one's gonna be crazy because there's not a lot of hotels there, and there's a lot of not so great areas around. I don't know if you've ever been to New Orleans. Have you, Doc? You ever been to New Orleans? I've never been. No. It's cool. It's definitely cool. But outside the French District, which is not a big area, it changes a lot the area surrounding mm-hmm. there. And that I could see being sort of a because I I could see New Orleans being a little bit interesting or not scary but scary because the stadium, the airport is not close to like the French District. And the stadium is not close to it either. So it's going to be a very spread out weekend for um, the Super Bowl. It's not going to be as good as this one. I'll say that. This was just a very weird, unique Super Bowl that everyone, I think, was trying to take in because of the casino element and the the way it was organized. Vegas did a good job with it. Yeah, people love Vegas. Vegas, at first, I didn't like it as a Super Bowl. But then after, like, I look back, I was like, no, it actually worked out perfectly. Tons of hotels. Um. And now, and now it's all time, close to each other. time yeah. for me to pack my bags and get on a plane because I'm headed to Vegas now for the week. So I will let you know if I run into any celebs. Right now, last question, Dax. If you're the Super Bowl halftime um, manager for next year, who are you booking for the halftime show? Taylor. You would do Taylor? Dude, she's never done halftime. I would 100% book Taylor. She... She has but does it, is it transformed good she- the, the the viewing experience for a lot of the NFL uh, the NFL fans and for the non NFL fans. People were tuning in. I mean, there were cookies at my party that were red that had eighty seven, and the other ones said thirteen on them. I mean, like people were getting into football who have never gotten into football thanks to Taylor. So would I put her as a halftime performer? Hell yeah, her I would have as a halftime performer. I, I told you months ago, Dua Lipa, I think, would be a phenomenal halftime performance. If you saw her at the Grammys, open up that show. So good. Um, I even think Billie Eilish would kill it there. She would do a really good job. Um, who else would I put? I mean, I feel like there's so many people. I would, though, stick to I, – I feel like women – do a really good show that both women want to watch and men want to watch. So I feel like having those um, those women singers up on there is is the way to go, honestly. Yeah. Shit, I'd bring Beyonce back and have her do it again. <laughs> People would Yeah, I would honestly out. I'd go I think I would go old school rock, some classic. I think I would go I would see if the Rolling Stones would do it. Because I don't know how many more opportunities we're going to have to see Mick Jagger performing that type of element. I would go. Uh, uh, I think Rolling Stones. That would be my pick. Okay. You like I that? I just don't no? think. I I don't think anyone is going to pull in the audience like Taylor could do. And I think you're right. Taylor would. People get excited for her. People love her stuff. You're going to have kids, women, men. Everyone's going to watch it if Taylor performs. Whether you like, it I'd or not. have. You know what? I I'm gonna put. An, I, I know what I would do. I put Fergie up there. I want to see Fergie do it. She's been gone for too long. <laughs> I know. I know that. I love Fergie. Stupid. Don't get me wrong. I love Fergie. I wish. I wish she was putting out music, but I don't know where she, the hell she's been. Yeah, I know. We got bring Fergie back. Let's bring. You know, where is she? Um, guys, <laughs> thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, thank you for um, just your time. If you're watching us on YouTube, like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We're on all. We got a private Facebook group called Off the Record, which you guys should join. Follow me at Adam Glenn. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. A Huda Media Production.